Should I exercise on keto? Welcome to the Our Ketogenic Life podcast, where we bring you the scientific and daily application of living the ketogenic lifestyle. We have helped hundreds reach their weight loss and health goals, but this is far more than that. We want to help you create real life change so that you can live the life God created you for. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin and Danae Davis. Welcome to podcast number seven of Our Ketogenic Life. The question is today, should we exercise on keto? Yes. Good idea. That That's done. We're finished. Okay. No, seriously. Uh, with uh, exercising on uh, keto, you can do this and you should do this, but we're going to give you a little background as far as why you should do this and what is the smartest way to exercise to get the most bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. So the first uh, thing that we have to address is where are you at in the ketogenic lifestyle? Mm -hmm. Are you just starting? Have you been doing keto for a month, two months, a year? So that in the keto flu as we speak. Right. So, you know, you have to think about where you're at and and how to get started. And um, remember, the thing about exercise it's not about move more and eat less. That's not what we're talking about. Remember, with the weight loss and getting healthy, it's all hormonal related like insulin in your thyroid. Right. So our goals overall for everything that we want to do in our life is to reduce the risk of disease and body breakdown. There's things like sarcopenia, which is muscle wasting, which we'll talk about in just a second. You know, we want to be able to uh, obtain better health. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to increase our health span. We want to live longer and also live healthier. Right. Yeah, because you don't want to just live longer and be unable to do things that you'd want to do. Right. And you want I, to. And I think if you have these things in the back of your mind when mm-hmm. you're when you're wanting to exercise, you know, you're going to probably stay with it you're going to have a little bit better goals as far as why you're doing what you're doing right you're not just going there to you know get on the treadmill or to do some weightlifting or different things like that we'll talk about but i think it's important that you have some goals Mm -hmm. and uh, these goals you know uh, like we talked about can increase your health span Mm -hmm. but the other thing i think is short-term goals is when you're first starting I've had a lot of people uh, want to just learn how to lift weights, Mm -hmm. and that's great. That's with resistance training. I've had some people who just want to be able to walk a mile Mm -hmm. or run a mile, and that was their goal. Mm -hmm. And not to be all winded and feel bad afterwards. Yeah, You know, they may be in their 30s, 40s, 50s, or even 60s, and they've not done these things before. And this is something that you can uh, strive to do on a daily basis. Now, if you are a beginner doing this ketogenic lifestyle, you know, the one thing that you have to do is kind of uh, take it slow. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your body has been used to using carbs for energy. And if you're just starting the ketogenic diet, remember, it may take up to a couple weeks to get in ketosis to where your body becomes a fat burning machine. Mm -hmm. So you have to take it slow. Uh, if you've never exercised before you're saying okay yeah Yeah, this is someone who's never exercised or minimal right and they're wanting to uh, get healthier Mm -hmm. and they've started on this track as far as changing their diet Mm -hmm. and usually when people start keto they start feeling better even if you've never exercised 
you're starting to feel better, have more energy, you're wanting to do something. Right. Because you have more energy. And if you haven't listened to our previous episodes about the keto flu, remember, you can go back and listen to that in the first couple of weeks. So just remember, you know, take it slow to begin with. Mm -hmm. You know, you might want to just start with some walking. If you've not exercised before Mm -hmm. and you're just starting the ketogenic lifestyle and you're wanting to increase your health span, just get out and start walking. Do some low impact. Just get out and move. Yeah. Now, if you've been doing keto for a while and now you're starting to say, hey, I want to... uh, uh, even more increase my um, health, Mm -hmm. then what you have to realize is, you know, that's great. You can do the exercising. Uh, Your energy should be fine because you should be a fat burning machine by this time. Mm -hmm. Now, if you've uh, worked out before and, you know, if you're doing certain weights or you're doing certain distances, uh, you may see a reduction in the first couple of weeks. And that's okay. That's just your body adjusting. Mm-hmm. Just keep with it. Uh, I've had a lot of people who uh, I've worked out with uh, in the first couple of weeks, their weights go down as far as what they're lifting. Mm-hmm. And I have to really encourage them to keep going because you will see that rebound mm-hmm. and uh, because you start burning a different type of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, There's a study in a, uh, a magazine called Metabolism in 2016 that showed uh, on the low carb diet, you burn over two times greater fat. Uh, so you will start be, uh, burning more fat. Mm-hmm. It just takes some time to begin with. Mm-hmm. Well, I think used to before, like um, it was always like if you're a runner or if you're you know playing basketball or soccer or whatever, what do most people do before? They load up a carb load. Carb loading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what about that? Uh, that is not proven to be helpful right um and we'll talk a little bit more about the uh energy stores with glycogen in just a second Mm -hmm. but there's actually in the last few years i don't have the uh, stats with me right now but on the triathlon Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of people who've done endurance type uh, training in competition Mm -hmm. and they've set some records doing the ketogenic lifestyle Mm -hmm. And you're starting to see a lot more of that, even in the professional ranks. Mm-hmm. So that I think there's several professional, I can't think right now, athletes. I know Tim Tebow is a big ketogenic yes. uh, athlete. Mm-hmm. So. And, you know, if you look at him, you know, his size, he's not really decreasing in his size. No. So you can uh, gain muscle mm-hmm. due to ketogenic, and that's what his goal is. Mm-hmm. You know, your goal may not be getting right. big and right. things like that. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, you're not going to if you're not. I mean, you know, it takes a, it takes lot, a lot, yes, to to get to his size or someone like him. So a lot of times I've had, you know, especially women right. say, "Well, I don't want to bulk up." Right. Well, yeah, I'm not don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Right. So a couple things I want you to remember when you're doing the uh, when you start exercising on keto is, you know, you need to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's when your body repairs uh, your testosterone, your growth hormone. So you need to be able to get your sleep, Mm -hmm. make sure you're getting in enough fluids Mm -hmm. and getting in your electrolytes. Right. So you don't you don't want to you don't want to overlook the simple things. Mm -hmm. So just remember those. Now, the question is, why should you exercise on keto? I mean, why should you exercise? Now, as we get older, uh, there's a thing I mentioned before. It's called sarcopenia. Mm-hmm. And what that is, is just your... Sarco, S-A-R-C-O. 
P-E-N-I-A. Sarcopenia. Okay. And what that is is just muscle wasting. Okay. And what happens is when we start to get around age 30, we start losing like 1% to 3% of our muscle mass. Mm-hmm. And, you know, why is that important? Longevity is associated with increased muscle mass. Mm-hmm. So when we're age 30, we start losing muscle, you know, and then, you know, as you get older, you know, when you're 35, you're not worried about falls. But when you get to be 60 or 70, you can. It's kind of the old adage, use it or lose it. Right. Mm-hmm. So what we want to do, especially if you're, you know, in that age range right now, you know, you want to preserve your muscle mass mm-hmm. because that's going to increase your longevity. And again, it goes back to the uh, health span that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other benefits of why you, why you should exercise is, you know, uh, improved mental health. Mm-hmm. You have less stress. Uh, you have increased fat loss. Uh, you increase your insulin sensitivity. Mm-hmm. So remember, insulin is the hormone driver that you know, leads to a lot of uh, weight gain, mm-hmm. uh, fat accumulation. So you're more sensitive and you'll have less insulin around uh, and you'll be able to lose weight that way. You can increase your aerobic and muscle endurance. And then you can also stay in and get in ketosis with exercise, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you associate this with a diet that we've uh, recommended as well. Now, when you're doing exercise, not only do you have to watch your sleep and your electrolytes and your and your fluid intake, some of the nutrients that you really need to uh, make sure you're getting in is enough protein because mm-hmm. uh, that helps with the muscles, uh, vitamin D, omega-3 fish oils, and even creatine. Creatine's really been shown to help uh, with your uh, muscle building mm-hmm. and muscle maintenance, uh, especially over time. Mm-hmm. A lot of people worry about your kidneys, but if you get enough fluids in, you shouldn't have a problem if uh, you're doing things correctly as we prescribe here for you. And that's creatine, not... There's something it, else with your kidneys. There's a creatinine. That's something different. That's right. how we measure the kidney functions. I always functions. get those confused. Okay. Mm-hmm. So creatine is? is It helps with a muscle building. Okay. So a little bit of science uh, before we go into what kind of exercises you should have. Mm-hmm. And this is just going to be brief. Basically, you have about 2,000 calories of uh, glycogen. Now, glycogen is stored glucose. Okay. Right. And you store that in your blood in your liver, uh, in your muscle cells. Mm -hmm. So once you, uh, if you're just walking around right now, the way you develop your energy is you you breathe in oxygen. Mm -hmm. And uh, oxygen, if you're not doing any kind of exercise and you're doing just a normal walking around, some of it will be used and Mm -hmm. some of it will be stored as uh, myoglobin. Now, when uh, oxygen is used, it breaks down uh, glucose and the fuel is made, it's called ATP. Mm-hmm. ATP is uh, what's produced in the mitochondria. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm trying not to lose you here. I see you've already lost me. Sorry. All right. <laughs> mitochondria, remember, is your energy production. Right. And you have thousands of those in each of your cells. And you yeah. got thousands of cells. So right. you got a lot of mitochondria. And the ATP is was used for energy. Okay. And you get more ATP out of breaking down ketones than you do glucose. Okay. So with exercise, when you breathe in oxygen, it goes to your muscles, but some of it goes directly to building your ATP to use for energy. Okay. And when we talk about the different exercises here in just a second, if you do an extended workout mm-hmm. or you're doing a high intensity workout, 
you get out of breath, right? Right. So that you're using up your oxygen. Mm-hmm. It's making ATP, mm-hmm. and then it has to have another fuel source for it, and that's where the ketogenic diet comes in. Okay. So your your fuel source is depleted. Mm-hmm. So you have to start breaking down other things for energy, and that's mm-hmm. where the ketogenic diet helps. So you want those ketones to be available. Correct. Because if you don't have, if you have used all your glycogen glucose, right, and you don't have the quick ketones available, then you start making uh, it starts breaking down muscle cells muscle, okay. and different things like okay. that. So you don't want to uh, get to that point where you're doing that. Right. If you have primed your body with a ketogenic diet, mm-hmm. then you have a fuel source that's available. Right. Okay. Question. Let's rewind here for just a second for sure. those who possibly some people may think. This is very simple, but some of us may, okay, try to add everything together. So when start back, when you first said we have about 2,000 calories of stored glycogen, stored glucose, stored right. sugar, you said it's in our, when we store that, it's in different places. It's stored in your blood and in your liver. Okay, so when it's stored in your blood, then that's when, like, if you have a um, test, a lab test mm-hmm. you just you know get blood taken and when you have high levels of glucose in your blood mm-hmm. that means that is what then makes your like your blood glucose that's what that is that's what it's stored in your blood so right. that's why it's in there right okay. and, and, and that's an average if you're diabetic right you're probably going to have more if you're not really watching what you should right so you have a lot of energy that's stored right? Uh, to begin and it's with. And stored in your liver. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's a lot of times where you see uh, fatty liver. Fatty liver. Okay. And, you, you know, you get uh, sugar that's uh, deposited in your fat to be stored for energy. Okay. So, you know, if you have um, a lot of stored energy, you develop a condition called fatty liver. Okay. And that's not good. Right. You need to be able to deplete these. Right. Okay. So when you're having this stored uh, glucose, which is called glycogen, mm-hmm. your body's going to use that up uh, before it kind of gets to the fat cells for its energy okay. to break down for ketones. So when people eat so much of sugar, like all the carbs that you know in the sugar that people eat on a daily basis, mm-hmm. plus adding in your cokes and your um, fruit and you know adding on as a daily that's a lot of stored glucose that's going it can't stay in your blood it has to be stored then into i mean it just goes everywhere right your your body's made to uh not let your glucose level go up okay it does everything it can over time to get get it uh down okay it needs to be in a range that is functional for your body to operate right and what happens is if we continue to eat a lot of glucose, mm-hmm. carbs, like what you talked about, mm-hmm. then what happens is over time, your body starts storing these. Mm-hmm. And that's when you develop the insulin resistance because mm-hmm. you keep putting this glucose into fat cells uh, and for storage, mm-hmm. which is not good. Right. You need to use these up. Right. Okay. So when we talk about the ketogenic diet, and we're going to talk about that in just a second, you know, when we increase and when we add it, uh, intermittent fasting with it, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about that, how that works, that's where the best, you, you know, you get more bang for your buck mm-hmm. by adding those two things together. And even if somebody, what is just amazing to me as I start thinking, the more I learn about, I know you've been, even before we started ketogenic, you are, you know, we, you've always been interested and 
trying to get people, diabetics, to realize how serious blood glucose is. Right. I mean, for years, 20 years. Right. So, um, and it, it's really amazing that people just, even if you don't believe in ketogenic, just to realize what overeating sugar, the carbs, the simple carbs, the simple sugars, what it is doing to our bodies. Yeah, they, Even if you don't turn out to be diabetic, just all the diseases, all the inflammation, everything that's um, associated with sugar, glucose, right, right. how it affects our body. Yeah. It, it, to me, you know, it goes back to it's not about the fat. It's about the sugar and the carbs. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Sorry to go off on a tangent, but I think a lot of times we just need to make people realize it's not... It's not something to play around with. Right. There, there's there's health consequences. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, now, then, especially later. Right. If you don't change. Right. Okay. So back to our exercise. Yes. There's different kind of exercises. Uh, there's anaerobic. Mm-hmm. And basically what that means is your body's uh, producing energy without the oxygen. You'll get this with uh, like a short duration, high intensity workout. Okay. Uh, lifting weights. Oh, okay. You know, your your push-ups. Push-ups. There's a thing called HIIT. It's mm-hmm. high interval uh, intensity training. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're doing a um, um, quick uh, burst of uh, an exercise. Mm-hmm. And you're, what you're doing is you're depleting the glucose. And, it, and you start to, um, um, getting a fuel source of the ATP without the oxygen. Mm-hmm. Your body produces that. And that's what anaerobic means. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as time goes on, you'll burn more calories because you're you're tearing down your muscles and you're building up your muscles. So, so people, you don't have to work out for an hour, no. two hours. And we'll talk about it like there's an exercise called uh, a Tabata workout. Uh-huh. Uh, you, it's a four-minute workout. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that with the different types here mm-hmm. in just a second. Okay. Uh, so that's anaerobic. Okay. So that means it's without oxygen. Okay. Now, aerobic means you're producing the energy with the oxygen. And usually this is something like a cardio-type exercise, okay. a long walk, a bike ride, mm-hmm. something where you're On not... treadmill going yeah. quicker. Well, you're not really getting out of breath. Oh, okay. It's like going for a 30-minute walk, okay. uh, hiking. You know, you're able to do a long duration, and it's a low intensity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, one thing with the walking is... Uh, you can decrease your cardiovascular uh, risk factors for up to 30 to 40% by just getting in walking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously, and we're going to talk about the different types of exercise in just a second, but uh, it's important, <laughs> as you can tell, to maybe try to get all these into your into your routines. Mm-hmm. And the last thing uh, type of exercising is stretching. Mm-hmm. You know, I think as we get older, especially if we're sitting at a desk, <clears throat> because I've had this problem with my back, Mm -hmm. is if we're not stretching, Mm -hmm. we get like uh, what we call tight hip flexors. Mm -hmm. And that's the um, muscles in front of your legs, in Mm -hmm. front of your hips. And if you're sitting for a long period of time, what happens is you can get those to be shortened. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're doing bad posture. Yeah. Not sitting upright. And that's me too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what we have to do is we have to stretch so that we can prevent some of the things that we're um, doing to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Now, so we've got, you know, anaerobic and aerobic exercises. Mm -hmm. So what we need to do is look at our whole picture. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's important that we do uh, both of these things. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's important that we have resistance training. 
you know, where we're building muscle mass. Mm -hmm. Remember, if we have more muscle mass, uh, it is associated with longer uh, health span. Mm -hmm. Uh, We need to do some kind of high-intensity type workout. Mm -hmm. And a Tabata workout, that is a four-minute workout. And you you can look this up. There's some free apps on phones. Mm -hmm. And it's a four-minute workout to where you do an exercise for 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. Let's just say push-ups. You can do push-ups for 20 seconds. Mm Rest for 10 seconds, Mm -hmm. and you do that eight times. Mm -hmm. So it's a 30-second cycle, eight times, that's four minutes. Mm -hmm. And if you think that's... You don't do push-ups for eight times. Do push-ups and then go to... You can do yeah. I would do like I would do all exercises at one time, Uh and then you know do that. Do push-ups for four minutes, on and off, and then for another four minutes, do body weight squats. Okay, right. You can do burpees. Yeah, and if you can't start off doing it that long, don't. I mean. If you can't do four minutes of push-ups. Well, it's not actually four minutes. Remember, you get. No, I know, but even if some people, I mean, if women starting out, you know, if you can't even do. You know, if, if 20 seconds is hard for you, start off, you know, sl- I mean, if you can do 10 seconds. Yeah, that's and fine. And then rest for 10, you know, so. Or, you know, what, what starting. The, the way that I happens to me is like if I do the push-ups and uh-huh. the Tabata workout, uh, what happens is for the first 20 seconds, I can do 20 to 22 push-ups. Right. By the eighth cycle, that's yeah. four minutes into it, mm-hmm. and that's in 20 seconds, I mm-hmm. can do five push-ups. Right. So I do a push-up, rest. Right. Do a push-up and rest. Yeah. And, you know, with me, I track everything, and that's just something I do. Right. But uh, I try to beat myself from the previous. Right. So you can do push-ups. You can do uh, body weight squats. You mm-hmm. can do burpees, mm-hmm. uh, jump squats, uh, mountain climbers, any kind of exercise. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't have to go to the gym for this. Right. You can do this at home. And you can, like he said, you know, we can, um, on our website, you know, link some um, uh of those, what, how to do a burpee. If people right. have no idea how to do a burpee right. or a body weight squat or, you know, and like for women, I mean, you don't have to, you can just on the floor yeah. do a, a woman's, you know, squat, uh, push up. You don't have to. Even if you're a guy well, and you're not true, yeah. used to doing push ups. Right. It, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you can do this in the privacy of your own home. Right. Uh, that's what I do. I mean, Kevin goes, we have a, a gym right beside of our clinic, but, and so he goes there every morning. I do here and a lot of times even if i am not taking time to um say uh, do something right away if i know i have to run upstairs to get laundry i run up and down the steps you know several times even more than what i would need to i run up to get the laundry run back down run back up the stairs even if i don't have any more laundry to get run back down while i'm doing it i will go ahead and and do things like that if i like don't have time to say i have an official Workout, workout, you right. know. So try to I'm trying to be encouraging to start off where you can start for us women a lot of times. So, so with with the exercises, I think it's important that you have some kind of resistance training mm-hmm. where you're pushing some weights around. And can I'm just throwing this out here? Can women we start off with our own body weight? Oh like yeah, for, M- okay. men, w- right. women. Well, yeah, I've had guys who just started doing their their own thing and right. at home. Yeah, and that's fine. Like a few years ago, because I don't like to work out. I like to do things like um, Zumba and you know getting out and walking with friends and you know our driveway. We live on a mountain, so just going up and down our driveway is a good workout. But when I started trying to do um, like do some more resistance training, like even just like my arms which Kevin would laugh at me, but I would start off doing circles, 
you know, and just holding your arms up that weight of holding your arms up and just pushing yourself to, you know, do circles, do, you know, lifting your arms over there. Even if you don't have a, if you just get a, a can um, of vegetables or whatever, right. start off somewhere, just start doing it. You don't have to go and get a big expensive weights wow. and all that stuff. Wait, build yourself up to that. Let that be a um, an incentive. Do it at know, home. Work, yeah, just do it at home. Work out, you know. No special clothes. No. Don't have to just make do yourself up. Don't no. have to do anything. You just mm-hmm. have to just do it. Yeah. So we want to do some resistance training. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to do some kind of high intensity uh, training. And we want to do some kind of cardio. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing I would recommend for you, if you are just now listening to this, especially if you haven't started or if you're doing it right now, if you don't have all three of these, in your workout routine. And I'm not saying you do these every day. Right. You know, you may do like a resistance training a couple of times a week. Right. You may go Same for a long Wednesdays week do, for yeah. a couple of times. You may do some high intensity training for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of put it out there. But make sure that you're getting all three of these uh, type of exercises in your routine. Mm-hmm. Because, again, we're not uh, just concerned about weight loss. Right. We're not just concerned about building muscle. Mm-hmm. We're concerned about increasing your health span. Right. So all these three things will help. Mm-hmm. Now we talked about fasting uh, earlier. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say, "Well, can you know? Can I work out in the morning?" Mm-hmm. I currently work out fasting every morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I eat uh, six or seven, eight o'clock or something, uh, previous night. And I get up and I'm working out by six thirty or seven. Mm-hmm. So I work out fasting, uh, on a regular basis. And one thing that I found is it increases your growth hormone, uh, by two to 400%. Mm-hmm. It can also increase your testosterone as well too. Mm-hmm. So a fasting workout. And if you remember about our glycogen, uh, that we talked about earlier, you have already stored sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're fasting, you get through that store of glycogen, then you start using your fat cells for um, energy. Mm-hmm. It produces the ATP. So I think the perfect workout, especially as we get older, mm-hmm. is a, a ketogenic uh, diet mm-hmm. with a fasting workout. Mm-hmm. Remember, with this right here, with those two things, you get two times of fat oxidation or even greater than that. Mm-hmm. You get release of some catecholamines like adrenaline, uh, noradrenaline, epinephrine, uh, gives you energy. And then you also increase your growth hormone and you increase your testosterone. Mm-hmm. So as we get older, I think this is a great workout. This is a great plan for people to get started. And, um, you know, what I see a lot is I have people who come who have never worked out before, and you may be one of those as well, too. You get on the ketogenic uh, lifestyle, you lose weight, and then what happens is you start feeling better, like Danae talked about earlier. You feel so much better, and you want to start, you take a a greater interest in your overall health. Mm -hmm. You know, you may have not been worried uh, about you know, uh, developing muscles before or something like that, but you start losing weight, you start feeling better. Mm -hmm. So what happens is you're able to put more emphasis on your, on your health and people are coming. And I've had people that are 60 years old who have never lifted weights before Mm -hmm. and they've come and they've wanted to know how do you lift weights, Mm -hmm. you know, technique, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you have questions about that kind of that kind of stuff, you know, email us and let us know. I'll try to send you links and, and link some stuff in the uh, show notes and then on our website as well, too. But uh, th- those are the things that I find, you know, it's a progression. Mm-hmm. 
they want to lose weight, they start feeling better, and they want overall health. Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, there's a study, and I'm going to not try to bore you guys with studies a whole lot, but there was a study in a, a 2014 magazine called Nutrients. And they, uh, they, um, the question was, uh, the effects of the ketogenic diet on exercise, metabolism, and physical performance in off-road cyclists. And I'm not going to bore you with the whole details, but the first Thank line, you. you're welcome. The first line in the conclusion is, it says, it can be concluded that on a long-term high-fat diet may be favorable for the aerobic endurance athlete during the preparatory season when a high volume and a low to moderate intensity on training loads predominate the training process. So basically what we're talking about is training on the ketogenic diet increases your fat metabolism during exercise, reduces fat mass and fat content, and decreases the post-exercise muscle damage. Mm-hmm. I know that's a lot, but right. basically I'm not just up here saying you know, this is what I think. Mm-hmm. I do studies, I read things, mm-hmm. and I see the evidence that is showing that uh, exercising on a ketogenic diet mm-hmm. is going to give you uh, great results. Right. So overall, lifestyle, mm-hmm. like Danae talked about going up and down the stairs, move more. Mm-hmm. You know, moving helps get you started with mm-hmm. that. Again, that's not our main emphasis for weight loss is, uh, you know, move more, eat less. But when you start when you start losing weight on a ketogenic diet, get out and start moving more. Mm-hmm. Just up and down the stairs if that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. Go for a walk in the evening. And the two things that we want to uh, target with our exercise so we can increase our health span is, one, increasing your muscle uh, mass uh, you want to be able to preserve that as you get older. And two, you want to be able to have some endurance and be able to function like carrying boxes up and down stairs when you're 50, 60 years old without mm-hmm. pulling your back. Right. So these are the things that we want to uh, have as goals. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about exercising and you never have, you know, and you keep putting it off, you know, think about what you're doing is to help preserve your body so that you can function at a higher level for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. It's not about building a six pack or getting big biceps. You know, those things are fine. Mm-hmm. But what we want to do is be able to function as we get older without injuring ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully that answered your question. If you guys do have any um struggles with the exercise if you have any questions we would love for you guys to email us uh, check us out on our website it's called our ketogenic life.com if you have uh, questions about this topic or if you know somebody that uh, may benefit uh, from this you know be sure and um uh, share this with them. We would love uh, to get some feedback from you guys and uh, you know if this is helpful. Uh, if this is something that you would like us to continue with this kind of topics, let us know. Uh, remember on our website, uh, we do have some free resources as far as um, um, uh, food list, how to get started. And uh, hopefully that will uh, direct you in a way that you can start getting your results. Mm-hmm. And we want to um, remember, we'll make this a little bit quicker since we've run over a little bit, but 
Um, the third week of Advent, we're, Advent, we're getting ready still for the Christmas season. The third week is, um, if you're doing your candles and doing your Bible verses, is the pink candle. And it's known as the shepherd candle or the candle of joy um, because angels brought a message of joy to um, the shepherds. And that's from Luke 2, 7 through 15. And I won't read the whole verses. I'll encourage you to read that. That's uh, Luke 2, 7 through 15. But in verse 14... Of course, the multitude of angels came and they declared, um, praising God, glory to God in the highest and on pe- and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. Um, I like also um, if, for those of you who maybe um, aren't Christians or who don't know anything about the Bible or for just those of you who maybe have a hard time. Um, finding time to read the Bible. I want to encourage you to daily be in the Word, but also there's um, uh, something called The Bible Project. If you go to thebibleproject.com, it is video of all the whole entire Bible, and it gives little snippets of um, what is going on in the Bible. And it uh, is just very easy to listen to if you're not sure, like, okay, what is really about the book of Judges? You can go there and you can watch the video and it'll tell what's going on, say, in the book of Judges. But it also has um, the entire Bible and it's just a really neat way to listen uh, and watch if you're maybe a little bit Bible illiterate. So yes, I would we, encourage we, that. We encourage that and, you know, all that you do is yes. uh, to seek the Lord and uh, all that you do and to uh, glorify Him forever. Yes. Remember, be fit and be faithful. This podcast is for informational purposes only. No patient-provider relationship is implied or established. This podcast in no way represents the practice of medicine. The information given is to be used at the listener's own risk. Please consult your provider before making any changes, as the contents of this podcast is no substitution for your provider's instruction.